Ed and Alice suggested we sit next to each other when we record. Jess, you want to explain why? I, I really forgot why. It's because once I hit the record button, you have a hard time talking. I, I feel like I don't know who to look at now when I talk because in front of me is their computer. Maybe Linus should be in front of us. We're going to go to Disneyland soon with Ed and Al and Linus. And Andy. And Andy. That's what the whole think, reason why. What do you think we're going to do there? <laughs> uh, oh, I want to watch um, Mickey's Magical Map at Disneyland. Are um, we going to make it in time? Yeah, because we're going to go on a Sunday. So we'll leave like after lunchtime. And I think there's a showing like at 520 or something. I think we can do it. Although it takes like an hour to like even get in the park with all the security and the tram. We've gone to Disneyland two times with Linus so far. Three times. Three times? Three times? Yeah. Two Tuesdays and on a Friday night. You're right. And when I say Disneyland, I mean Disneyland and California Adventure. Jess, what do you think Linus likes to do when we go to Disneyland? I think he likes to look at all the lights, like the Disney's electrical parade. And I think he just likes to watch the people. He likes to look around. I think he's just a very curious baby. He probably likes the Dole Whip too. What about the rides? It's a small world. It's hard to say. He's only been on that twice. Yeah, you say he likes Little Mermaid, but I don't know. That one's hard to really gauge if he does like. I mean, I feel like that was his... Little Mermaid was actually his first ride that he went on. And when we went on it, it seemed like he was looking at it. Hmm. Yeah, it's a good ride for him, I guess. When we went to California Adventure, I thought that we were the only crazy people there with a small baby, but that was not the case. There was like several of them. I think they were like two, three weeks old. Well, I'm just guessing. I thought I saw a mother nursing her baby. Okay, oh, I saw that. I didn't, I didn't think I saw it. I definitely saw it. Not to shame any mothers or that it's like a shameful thing. I'm just saying that's what I saw. And so therefore, yeah, there, there's like infants there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do only infants get nursed by the mother? I, I No. Up to what age do babies get nursed? You know, some, I, I say Instagram moms, but some Instagram moms do it like a year and a half or t- to two years. Like some can get pretty long, those Instagram moms. How long would you nurse your ba- your child for? Oh my goodness. It's too much. Why? He's laughing. Would you nurse up to the age where the child can talk to you? Okay, well, if we want to stick with our have five kids plan, and if we want to have a lot of babies, then I don't think we would nurse that long. Why? Because nursing is like a contraceptive. You can't have babies while you're nursing. Is that is that for reals? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, I know nothing about nursing, breastfeeding. You know what? All of that. So I'm. I don't know either. So I don't even think this should be on here. Okay, if anybody listening to this um wants to educate us, because obviously we don't know what we're talking about, please send me some information so I can learn all about this. We quickly became NR17. What's NR17? Is it NR? You know, like 17 years or older in order to listen N- to this. NC17? NR. I don't know what the NR stands for. 
You know when you go to a movie theater and it has a rating? I'm pretty sure it's NC-17. Oh, that's what you're trying to say. It's possible. Same with all that breastfeeding comment. I don't even know. It seems as if we've done a lot of things this summer with Linus. In addition to going to Disneyland, we went on a retreat with Linus. Hi, Linus. Linus is actually sitting right here with us as we're recording. He's sitting on his baby Bjorn. Apparently, he has a flat head because he sits on his baby Bjorn too much. Or it could be because he's a really good sleeper and he's always on his back. When we went to the retreat, I thought that he did well. He was calm for most of the messages. I mean, I stood with him in the back, but he was calm. Mm -hmm. He got a lot of sleep. He had fun just looking around and seeing people. And he even stayed asleep during our shower incident. (laughs) We did NC-17. So what happened there? Uh, Aaron? No, you explain it. Okay. So Aaron and I were fighting. What? No, we weren't. Yeah, we were in an argument. I forgot why. Okay. Should I think back on why we got into an argument? No. Oh, I know why. Should I say it? Were we fighting or was it just a disagreement? No, you were were upset at me because I said something and you didn't like my tone. At the retreat. How shameful is this? Yeah. Anyway, so we weren't speaking to each other. And I think because you were mad at me, you didn't really pay attention to Linus. What? It's true. You didn't pay attention to Linus. So we were Are back we talking the about room. the same commotion? Yeah, in the shower. We, this is like the story before the story. Okay, go ahead. So you were upset at me and we were already in a room. And our room and in our room, there is a bed, a shower and a bathroom. And the shower door opens to the bedroom. It's like right across. You can like literally step from the bed into the shower. Yeah, something like that. So Aaron, you weren't really paying attention to Linus. And I don't know if he was, I think he was awake still. So when I was going to shower, I decided to leave the door open so I can watch Linus. Because I didn't feel like you were watching him while he was awake. So I was showering and I left the door open. And after I finished showering... I hung out with Linus and I was in bed. And then it was Aaron's turn to shower. So then when he was showering, he closed the door. And then all of a sudden he goes like, oh my gosh. Or like, what the freak? Or, ah. (laughs) Which one of those? (laughs) One of the above. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) And then the concerned wife I am, even though we were in disagreement, I said, what happened? Or what's wrong? I said one of those. And then you said, there's a big bug. A cockroach. Is it one of those? <laughs> this is a ch- this is a choose your own adventure story via podcast. And then you open the door, and then behind the curtain of the shower, it was a huge bug. I think we thought it was a cockroach, but I, it could have been a water bug. Apparently, there's like a bug that's huge, like a water. It's like one, two, like, like three, four inches big. It was humongous. And then I don't know what you did. You probably just, you're like, what do I do? And I said, just rinse off really quick and like come out of the shower and then close the door. And then we put towels on the floor. Anyways, I freaked out. This was a huge bug. And I think that it made more of an impact on me because, you know, I was completely naked in the shower. You know, I don't shower with my clothes on. And then I just felt extremely vulnerable to this gigantic Mm. bug i thought that if the bug jumped on me 
in my nakedness onto my skin flesh touching okay. bug flesh i i probably would have fell on the ground and <laughs> so disgusting and tried to like about it. scrape it off Ugh. like by by rubbing against the floor or something i don't know what i would have done anyway it was a good thing that we got into a disagreement because if we didn't i would have closed the shower curtain and closed the door to the bedroom and i would have seen the bug when i was showering and i would have freaked out more than you did so it's a really good thing that you were upset at me. The bug would have been in your line of sight. Yeah, and I would have I would have died figuratively. And in my anger, I probably wouldn't have helped you. Ooh, yes, that's a very good point. <laughs> You'd be like, what, what? <laughs> and like, there's a bug. Like, it's okay, don't freak out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, something else that you noticed at the retreat is I did not play music at the retreat. But it's almost as if I did, because apparently Philip takes a lot after me. That's a huge statement. You can't say it's almost like you did, because you didn't. Philip did. Okay, can you explain why you think Philip takes after me? All right. Let me add to your pride. I think because when you play music on Sundays, I think it's because when you play music at church, when you were serving in the high school ministry as well, Philip was under your leadership and guidance. And as he grew up, and I guess as you grew older, he was still under you even when you and are still doing the English music team. Like he's still next to you, learning from you. Learning we're, apparently, you know. Well, we're like co-leaders basically. Oh, okay. That's good. Like I don't I don't see like anybody on our, my team as like inferior or like <laughs> I think she started over. <laughs> or like under underneath me, below me, beneath me. Okay. Um, I, I consider us all on the same team, but I do take the lead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. I think you do well. And I think it's good that you build up these next generation, I guess. Yeah. I think you rub off on him. Like like he ca- he counts before he starts the song. And is there something wrong with that? I thought we already talked about this on the podcast though. We did. We talked about this in our last podcast, and since our last podcast, oh. you'll notice that I did not count in or count oh, yes. out on Sunday. Did you notice? Yes, and I'm very proud of you, and I applaud you, and I'm very glad that you took on that challenge, because I don't think you need to, but because you didn't, several of your members came up to me and said <laughs> that they do like the counting, so I felt like... But I think you can do without. But you know, whatever. But you know, when you when you also lead the team, you should cut. If you actually say it, maybe you should support that statement instead of throwing your wife under the bus. I didn't throw you under the bus. You didn't. I just said, oh, just thinks that we can be more professional by not counting, and so we will try to do this. And we did it. So I thank you. I thank you for challenging us and for making us live up to our excellent standards. You're welcome. Let's talk about some church stuff. In the church newsletters, I started including my book reviews in like a little section at the bottom of the emails. It's not like highlighted or anything, but it does say book reviews. Did you notice? Yes. Sorry, I skimmed. I read the top part. What? And then I just skimmed to the bottom. And I then... put so much work in those. I, I read the ones with, with visuals, with pictures. 
Mm, yeah. I'm a visual person. Oh, but you know, in your own personal newsletters, I do read it. Thank you. I think it's because every section has like a picture in my personal newsletter. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like your books are getting out of control. What do you mean? Like your room didn't used to have like your room would only have like three books before like on your desk. But now it has like 10 books on your table and like 20 books on your couch. And it just stays there for like weeks until you get more books and it just keeps adding and adding. Um, so since I started doing these book reviews, yes, I agree. I'm starting to lose control over my book inventory. I need to find a way to offload these books. Any suggestions? So if you're listening, email Aaron and he will send you a book. I mean, I was asking you just for a suggestion, but oh, I, guess really? that, I guess that works too. <laughs> Email and you will receive 10 free books. What? I don't th- wait, 10? I don't think I have enough books to cover no, I'm kidding. the I, amount okay. of listeners that are going to flood my inbox with requests for books. All right. No, I'm kidding. No, I think you should do giveaways on your Instagram. Just do it. I guess you have to pay for shipping. I don't want to pay for shipping though. I've never done a giveaway before, but I guess like maybe now is the right time to do it. I guess it's pretty frugal if we don't want to pay for shipping. Just pay for shipping. It's fine. Amy Lowe posted a photo on her Instagram recently. They have a lot of books. Did you see this photo? Yeah, I did see it. Yeah. It's awesome. Specifically, she posted a picture and I saw a read scripture box. Hey, I saw that too. I was curious. Okay, let me let me tell you what this is. I know about this. It's- Can you get that one for free? I actually tried and they said no. Oh my goodness. How Rejection. many times did you get, how many times did you get rejected? Um, I'm not sure. Honestly, I don't get rejected that much. And the reason is because I don't do a lot of cold calls, just like, uh-huh. you know, requesting books. Normally, like I kind of know who's out there willing to offer the books. But but this this company I did reach out to because I was like, oh, th- th- they have good stuff. But, you know, I'm I'm a nobody. They're like, we don't need you. We don't need you. Anyways, this read scripture book, it's a large format coffee table book showcasing an illustrated diagram for every biblical book in the Bible. Illustrated? It's illustrated. Wait, how did they reject you? Did they say no or did they not respond to you? Um, I I got onto their contact form on their website. It's by the Bible Project. They make a bunch of YouTube videos. So I saw that they had a, a contact form on their website and on the contact form, there was an option that said, oh, why are you contacting us? And I think I put like media relations or something like that. And I just said, oh, would you like me to review your product? And they said no. <laughs> oh, it hurts me. <laughs> the sting of rejection. No, I really want you to get it. Really? If you get that for free, I will let you keep your books. Okay, that's just greed now. <laughs> you just want me to do it because you want the free thing. Yeah, that was cool. We talked about this. We talked about before how wanting free stuff all the time is like love of money. Look how many free stuff are around you. Tell me about it. Amy asked us a question. She said, how has motherhood and fatherhood changed you for the better? I learned what it means to be more dedicated as a person. I think because when I'm with Linus, I want to spend that time with him and like focus on him and not be distracted with like cleaning or doing work. But like my attention is on him and like spending that mother and son time. And when I'm not with him, I really try to 
stay committed and dedicate to what I'm doing at the task so I can finish it and accomplish it so I can, you know, use my time wisely and then so I can spend more time with Linus when I'm with him. I feel like before I would spend my time wisely still but I would be very distracted and very like trying to multitask and do multiple things at once I think it would kind of get me all frazzled but I think now like it made me more productive in the sense where I I know I have to finish what I'm doing on time because now we have a son I think my answer is kind of similar I would say I'm more focused now when it comes to creative things I need to really just buckle down and get in the zone and just hash out the tasks. Yeah, there's not really time to waste because Linus just keeps growing and I can't stop um, his growing. And so that means anything else that I want to do, it just needs to get done so I can spend more time with Linus. Yeah, I think being focused, maybe I should say more productive. I, I don't, focused, productive, kind of along those lines. And I say productive because I still want to do creative things, And so with Linus, like, I don't want to take away from my time with Linus. And so therefore, the time that I do get to spend doing creative things, I want to make sure that it's a good use of that creative time. And so I try to be the most productive as I possibly can. I think also, like, I'm learning more about patience. I think I'm actually learning that I'm not a patient person. And I knew this already. But I think I'm just learning it a lot more because I want things to be done immediately. I want things to be done on my timeline and my timetable. But with Linus, it's like I'm on his time. And so I kind of need to be more humble, understand that God's timing is not my timing. And one very sanctifying way that God is showing me this is in and through having Linus in our lives. Amy, thanks for asking us this question. I feel that I don't get a chance to talk introspectively that much about being a parent, being a father, being a dad. I feel that it's a little self-indulgent if I were to write about it on the blog, but I do feel more comfortable and at ease, I guess, podcasting about it. So thank you. Keep sending us your questions. Uh, Jess, about your answer. Maybe this isn't for the better, but I did notice that you've been more tired recently how come you put emphasis on tired you gotta say it again jess i did notice that you've been more tired recently yeah i've been falling asleep earlier and why is that because i've been i've been tired (laughs) uh there's an incident that stands out to me and um i think it's worth sharing here it was maybe like midnight or something it wasn't even that late midnight is late is it late i don't think i've been more tired than i think i've just been normal tired Sleeping, whatever. Anyways, you were sleeping. I looked at you and, you know, I was just, I was just, you know, just looking at you and you woke up and apparently I startled you and you went through like this kind of range of emotions, almost like in sequence where you were scared and then angry and then scared again and then upset. And somewhere between scared and angry, you tried to hit me. I don't remember hitting you. Well, okay, I was sleeping. The light was on. And then I turned around. I looked up. And you were staring at me. I wasn't staring. I got startled. Well, to me, I don't know how long you've been there looking at me. (laughs) You freaked me out. Anyway, 
I think, yeah, I was startled. I was freaked out. I think I was, ang- I was, I was probably angry because I was asleep. And then my emotions were from being rested to like all time, like immediately the opposite emotion of feeling rested. Anyway, you made me cry. I was, I was so scared. Yeah, I just felt so emotional. 